Welcome back to another week of Life as a 20 Nothing. I am your host, Miola, and I'm so happy to be talking to you all yet again, yet another week. First and foremost, follow the new Instagram account for the podcast. If you haven't done it, what are you doing? At Life as a 20 Nothing on Instagram, please help me build this little community that we're building. It's amazing. It's great. And I post little reassurances, validation, and anything that you would want on that Instagram account. So go and follow it right now. Second and biggest thing of all, I will be talking about addiction this episode and specifically addiction to social media, addiction to consuming media. So here's the thing. Growing up, I was addicted to social media. I feel like a lot of us were. We took social media as a point of comparison. At least that's what I did. I don't know about all of you, but what I did, and it was very troublesome, it was very, very negative for my growing up and for my well-being. I was comparing myself a lot to these girls that I was seeing on Instagram to these people, all of these different people, I thought, why don't I live this life? I want to live this life, blah, 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 whatever. I grew out of that as I got older. So now I'm in my 20s now, right? You would think, you would think that I am in a better place with this comparison. Yes and no. I'm a better place on Instagram, on those big apps that you would think. Now that TikTok has emerged from underground, now I'm comparing myself on TikTok and I hate it. I hate that I'm doing that. And it's hard to not do it though. When that whole clean girl aesthetic was coming out, I felt like I don't look like that. I don't have these things. Like I don't have the money to have these things. And it was so frustrating because I thought maybe if I had these things, my life would look better on camera. I don't know. It was a terrible point of comparison that I was bringing out for myself. But it's incredibly frustrating to feel like maybe you are in a good place. And then you see all these people's lives on Instagram, on TikTok. They're going everywhere. What they don't tell you, though, is that they're using someone else's money. They're using daddy's money, a trust fund, whatever, which is perfectly fine. But I don't like the fact of not being transparent about it. If you are using your parents' money to travel to do all these things and you are preaching to the high heavens, oh my God, you have to do this or you're not living your life, please at least be transparent about it. Like that's what upsets me about it. But that's just my ick with social media in general. But moving on with the addiction part of it, that plays into it too because these people aren't being transparent about their lives. And yeah, everything on social media, you have to take with a grain of salt. Obviously, you have to be very, very mindful of the information that you're consuming because a lot of the time, a lot of it isn't accurate or it's not fully transparent because you don't know the full story. And unfortunately, I feel like a lot of us dig ourselves into a terrible, terrible, giant, deep hole because we think that this is what our lives should look like, but we don't even know the full picture. We don't know the whole context. And I actually talked about this with my old therapist who is no longer my therapist anymore. Unfortunately, I'm very sad about it still. I'm mourning her. I'm mourning her loss. She didn't die or anything, but she's just moved on to different settings, which is fine. I understand. But with my old therapist, I used to talk to her about, I actually genuinely thought I had an addiction to social media. I had addiction to my phone specifically. I found it very hard for me to put my phone down. I still find it very hard for me to put my phone down. I talked about it in one of my TikTok videos. I said that even when I go on a walk outside, I'm on my phone while I'm walking. Even when I am in the gym, when I'm on the treadmill, I'm on my phone while I'm on the treadmill. It's so terrible, like how I feel attached to my phone so terribly. And it's something that I didn't even realize was happening. And I really do try to make a conscious effort of not being addicted and not falling to this trap. But it's very easy 
And especially when it comes to me who works a remote job, I'm looking at a screen all day. I'm addicted to screens all day. And of course, silly me, the thing I want to do to unwind from looking at screens all day is go on social media, take a break from, you know, work screens and go on my personal screen. But it's all still screens. It's all still phone. It's all still some kind of media. And I actually took a class about digital media and gender. I could not tell you specifically what I learned because it was like two years ago, but I remember it was super informative and I did learn a lot from it. And there's just so many things involved with digital media now that you don't even realize is happening and that's happening behind screens behind our eyes like we just don't even realize it but the most important part of that is that social media is literally made to be addictive and unfortunately i'm just a victim to that trap but algorithms are made to tailor to you they're made to be addictive so you stay on the app longer and unfortunately i am just a victim to this terrible terrible disease And I think even with this Instagram account that I made for the podcast, because I want to make it the best I can make it, I want to be as accessible to y'all as I can, I want to put out the best content that's relatable to you all and that just comforts you all. At the same time, I'm now spending so much of my time on Instagram looking at inspiration, I'm on Pinterest looking at different quotes, like I'm spending so much time even more addicted to my phone. It's like an endless cycle I feel like I can never get out of. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but if you do, you're absolutely not alone because it's something I feel like Gen Z in general, we are a terrible, terrible victim of. And adults say it all the time, you're always addicted to that phone, you're always on that phone. It's true, unfortunately, but it also makes sense. We were literally raised on phones, I feel like. And as time went on, they slowly got more and more advanced, more and more intricate, and more and more addictive. That is honestly not our fault for being addicted to something that is around us all of the time. How are we supposed to decipher our way out of that, navigate our way out of that? And I think the biggest thing about media, social media, but media in general, is how easily accessible it is. And I think that is what makes it so addictive. Because I can go on my phone and I can just click on the TikTok app. First thing I see is the video and it's so funny. I'm laughing my heart out and I want to stay on the app for hours and hours. It's so easy. It's so accessible. When back in the day, I don't even know this is the right comparison or not, so please do not flame me, but the newspapers, you know, you'd have to wait for the newspaper to come when it got delivered by the paper boy at a certain time of the day. You have to go out to your lawn and go actually grab the paper. You know, that's a whole process. It's not as accessible. You're not going to be addicted to a newspaper. Your phone, on the other hand, very accessible, very easy. You pick it up, you click and you go. Any time of the day, super easy. And that's why The media, social media is so addictive. And honestly, I think it's genuinely bizarre how much I'll put my phone down, walk away, and then I'll pick it right back up. And I feel like so much time has passed, but it really has only been like 30 seconds. That's how fast time moves or how slow time moves. My perception of time is even altered at this point. And the worst part is I kind of feel a little nuts for saying that I'm addicted to my phone because it's like, how dumb does that sound that I'm addicted to my phone? But I feel like you don't really get it unless you're in our generation and you've been on your phone and all you know is your phone and social media. But I think once you think about the science behind it, it completely makes sense of how these algorithms are meant to deceive you. It's meant to trick you. It's meant to keep you addicted to the app, to your phone in general. And especially in this day and age where you are working remotely or you're working hybrid or you're just on your phone a lot for your job, it makes a lot of sense. Like you work in marketing, it just makes a lot of sense that you ultimately end up addicted to your phone. So what has helped me? 
a few things have helped me. Obviously, I go back and forth. I'm not a perfect person, but what has helped me a lot is turning notifications off on my phone. I don't have notifications for the TikTok app. I don't have notifications on for group messages and different apps because I know those are always blowing up and I always want to check my phone if I know people are messaging me. So at that point, I just turn my notifications off for those apps because I just don't even want to look at my phone. And I remember there was literally a study done that when your phone lights up, it gives you, I believe, the endorphins of something that is completely crazy that you wouldn't even believe. But the effect that your phone lighting up has on you is insane. Like biologically and hormonally, it's insane. But another thing that has helped me that I've realized is when I'm hanging out with other people, I will put my phone down and turn it around and put it away. And that is really, really hard for me to do, to be honest. I like having my phone next to me. I think that in itself is a little fixation thing. Like I like to have things in my hand to like play with. But I notice that putting my phone and turning it around. So even if I do get the notification, I'm not looking at it because I can't like ignorance is bliss at that point. I what I don't know, I don't know. And I think the last thing that helped me is just genuinely finding other hobbies or keeping busy. Like I'll try to go out. If I'm driving, I'm not on my phone because I don't want to, you know, text and drive. When I'm reading, I'm not going to be on my phone. When I'm doing activities like painting, I might look at my phone for a reference photo, but I'm not really on my phone doing anything because I'm focusing my energy into something else. And I think that helps me a lot because I'm keeping that fixation just not on my phone, it's on something else. Maybe the fixation isn't on a screen, but it's still my brain's being stimulated and that's enough for my brain to be fooled. And something important to also remember about social media and media in general, when it comes to biologically, with the algorithms, that positive reinforcement, getting back with the notifications, with getting likes, with getting comments and everything on social media, that also is biologically proven because you're getting the same amount of dopamine that you would get I can't remember what the reference is, maybe candy or something, but it's giving you a lot of good stuff in your brain. And that's what makes you addicted because you just want to go back. You want to get those likes. You want to get those comments. You want to get that positive reinforcement. But don't get me wrong. Social media is not all bad. Like I truly do not believe social media is all bad. I think I go back and forth about it a lot as you might as well. It has its pros and cons, just like mostly everything does. But also these algorithms might have something deeper biologically with us that the reason that we're so addicted is maybe because we feel a lot less lonely with social media. We feel a lot less alone when we have that reinforcement from other people so easily and so accessibly on social media. And to be completely candid, that's a big reason why I love social media so much. And I truly feel like I am a victim of addiction of social media because I have connected with so many people through social media so many people through media. I have made my closest friends through media, through social media, through different apps like Instagram, TikTok, anything. It's just so easy and it's so accessible. You get a reach and an access to people that you would have never known otherwise in your small little state. You know, I live in Delaware. I am not meeting that many people in Delaware that I can truly click with, but on the internet, yeah, I am. I can meet so many different people from so many different places and connect all over the world even. And that's addictive to me because I am escaping that little loneliness, which is sad, but it's also very true. And thinking back to when you're a kid, a 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, just your really early like adolescent stage when you were on social media and comparing yourself to people, that's when social media addiction's terrible. It's really, really bad. 
but I think I'm at a point now where I'm in my 20s. I'm pretty developed now and I know that that isn't reality. What people are living life like is not reality. It's not accessible to everyone. It's not easy for everyone. And I'm very aware of that now. So I have a different understanding of media, but my addiction is still there. Even though it's not the same kind of addiction, it's still there. It might be not as negative as it was previously, but it's still there. But then again, it's also really hard because it's like, do you have an addiction to social media or do you just really enjoy using it? And a lot of people genuinely do not have an addiction to social media. I genuinely believe I do. And if you do too, that's totally okay. Just take the precautions to distance yourself from it as I need to try to do as well. But obviously I am very transparent on Life is a 20 Nothing and I want to be pretty candid with y'all that I truly just do believe that I have some sort of addiction to social media. I do enjoy it though, just I sometimes take it a little far. And to be honest, if I told someone I had an addiction to social media or I truly felt like I was overusing it and they told me the advice, just delete the apps off your phone, blah, blah, blah. I'm not listening to that. I'm going to be very honest. I'm not listening to that because why would I ever do that to myself? I feel like when you have an addiction, you are not going to actually try to limit that usage. So instead of trying to limit my usage, what I'm trying to do instead is distract myself with other things. And in turn, that will limit my usage. Maybe I'm not consciously making the effort to not go on that app anymore, physically touching that app anymore. But instead, I'm putting my phone out of reach so it's not in my line of sight. Because I truthfully know that I do not have the willpower to take that away from me. Maybe someone has to physically grab my phone out of my hands, but I do not have that willpower. So instead, maybe I'm just going to make my phone a little harder to get because I'm also pretty lazy as well. So if I have to go all the way across the room to get my phone, maybe I'll just read a book that's next to me instead and I'll use my time that way. But whatever it is, whatever you do with it, just make sure that it's something that you feel like you can control. Because once it gets out of your control, that's when it gets a lot harder to control your usage, your addiction, whatever the problem, the issue may be. And that is all I have to say for this episode today. If you have any recommendations, any suggestions, any feedback at all, please contact me through the Life is a 20 Nothing Instagram account and leave your feedback on the mobile app for Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, I hope you're having an amazing time and I will talk to you all next week.